0: Broadcasting from across the North American continent of the Terran Empire, bringing you our unpopular Star Trek opinions since 2020, this is Code 47.
1: Hey, hey, hey. back again and again and again. Uh, For the Code 47 podcast on the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network, a bit of a mulligan of a week. (laughs) Today is Sunday. Uh, Back on the previous Thursday was Star Trek Day. We were so fired up. We got together, excuse me, Wednesday was Star Trek Day. We got together on Thursday. So fired up to record a special. We recorded it. It was like 20 minutes and the audio was screwed up. So as I listened to it, I, I reached back out to the, you know, my my awesome cohort, Lieutenant Commander Raren, Rich and Aaron, who are right here with me. Say hello. Hey. Hello. And uh, we tried it again and it was still screwed up again. So I never really got to the bottom of why, but you know what? We're gonna we're gonna put that in the rearview, and we're gonna we're gonna call episode forty nine. Uh, we're gonna count it among the honored lost. I remember there was a lost episode of Secret Friends Unite, our parent podcast, back in 2016 uh, about Doctor Strange that I was supposed to edit that I totally screwed up. Um, so that one is lost, and this one is found. So this is episode fifty. Long live episode forty nine. But at any rate, hi guys, happy Sunday.
2: It's a great Sunday.
1: It is a great sign.
2: I'm so relaxed.
1: I mean, it's That's okay. Good. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I, know. I, I didn't at, get to go to a beach. So. I know. I was That's true.
2: morning. That was yes. really nice.
1: <laughs> it's it's very gray here and kind of uninspirational. But anyway, oh my God,
2: it's 82 and there's like a nice breeze happening, uh, but it's oh. sunny and there were like you're,
1: pelicans you're you're everywhere. Stuff. No, come on. I love rub it that. in. Rub it I mean. in. Well, let's at the very least get rolling on this deal. We've got uh, we've got a great infinite diversity uh, episode and a half to talk about. But before we do that, uh, we're going to get into episode five, the midway point uh, of Lower Decks season two, an embarrassment of duplers. Emphasis on the embarrassment.
2: I know. I was like, how apt is that name, embarrassment? Yeah.
1: I you know they're they're poking a little bit too much fun at each other. All right, I will say. Uh, it was an improvement over last week. I have no that, idea. <laughs> that. That being said, um, I, I I found some parts of it to be fun. Where last week's episode, I did not find parts of it to be fun. I found I found it to be really gross. I, found, uh, I had one chuckle in this entire thing, and it was wasn't it even the, a chuckle. Was it
2: the crowd surfing?
0: No. Okay. It was. It was the old guy in the aviary, and I didn't even chuckle about it. I just thought to myself, "Gee, that that was kind of funny." <laughs> I didn't even, like, actually laugh. The Total- old guy in the aviary, he says, oh, this is how I die. And then when he doesn't die, he's like, well, I'm still alive. And I thought, okay, that's that's slightly amusing. That was no. a thing. That was but, a thing. But that's literally the only part that I even reflected on and thought to
1: myself, wow, that, that was, okay, that was good, right? I mean, they, they kind of marched forward with, like, Easter egging it up a little bit, like the bar at the end had, like, of course. you know. Kirk and Spock signed, oh, back in the 2260s and you see, you know, the Planet Killer thing is hanging, you know, like a model from the ceiling, whatever it is, but they they threw in uh, the Outrageous Okana, which was a season two reference from TNG. He was the DJ at the Captain's Party and the Captain's Party didn't make any sense either. So it's like, and they did the whole Blues Brothers homage, driving through the mall and stuff. So, eh, Maybe a nod and a smile, but you know the thing—the no. thing that really rankles me is you know what we were talking about last week, and and Aaron, you and I were talking about this in the pre-roll. It's all the bleeped out language. It's super duper unnecessary, and it it yeah. seems to it seems to really be coming from Cat Doctor. She's the one with the dirty mouth, and it's just like I just I don't like it. I don't. I'm I'm fine with it on Discovery, like when they drop an f bomb and it punctuates something, or or the the really twatty admiral who uh was mouthing off to picard in the first season of picard it just wasn't like all the time
2: i have to say i really appreciate and i would especially for a cartoon that i i feel is geared toward younger people i really appreciate comedy that's funny in its own right without having to swear without having to talk about sex without any of this like you know, lowbrow stuff, which I do all the time. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I'm not, yep. I'm not funny. So.
0: <laughs> oh, come on.
1: Oh man.
0: It's low hanging the problem is it's low yeah, hanging fruit little... and there's no,
1: there's no, there's nothing to balance it. Right. That, that I think that, I think that's pretty accurate. Rich, that, and speaking of things that aren't, go ahead, please. Well, what I was going to say is that, that to punctuate that, this episode is actually
0: written by two family guy alums. We talk about how yeah. this is Family Guy in space. This was written by Family Guy people. But I feel like
2: it was less Family Guy than last week. Yeah. Um, you know, I was telling Charlie, I, he said he rewatched it. I considered it because when I watched the first time, I caught snippets of it, but I kept like just thinking about other things like boats and like <laughs> – you know, like I was just my mind was wandering yeah. to other things. I'm like, oh, I I have to Google that because I don't know the answer to it. And then I was like, oh crap, I'm supposed to be watching Lower Decks, and I kept catching myself. So I decided that that's kind of is a testament to itself. So I didn't bother to rewatch it.
1: I it, don't, you know. just, Rich. I, I I just detected and scrolling through this link, I had the couple Canon connections. Another reason we might have really disliked it first. Two strongest ones are connections to the animated series, the Jihad <laughs> and the Slaver Weapon. I remember we really didn't enjoy those two in particular, especially yeah. something called the Jihad. No,
2: I don't know what that is because I've never seen the animated series, but it sounds like something super freaking offensive. So. It uh, is uh, super sp- freaking offensive. And, that was and, our take.
1: and since it was in the 70s. All right. Uh, let's final thoughts so, before we move on, please. Well I have a couple of, I have a couple of other questions here yes like in a, okay. a
0: statement okay first of all the show is just fucking exhausting I, I gotta just I gotta throw that out there the show is exhausting the
2: longest okay? 20 minutes of your life right yeah
0: but okay so i so so first question is if this show seems to take place shortly after next generation Nemesis, right around yeah Right, right Right around the time of, you know, Riker on the Titan, et cetera, et cetera. Why are their uniforms so different than TNG uniforms?
1: Well, I I actually, I have a a postulate to that. Do Mm -hmm. do keep in mind that the TNG classic two-piece and the Voyager slash DS9 one-piece jumpsuit did coexist for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So the Nemesis uniforms are still in place here. And then there's this Lower Decks variant. So Starfleet does mix it up a bit. With different kind of uniforms that can be simultaneous, so that part of it, I, I guess I can explain away a little bit. Okay. But that, but but the the different weird dress uniforms, not so much. Like, why would they have a completely different? Well, because you know you know how the dress uniform f- that you saw in um, Insurrection, and then on a couple of episodes in the final season of DS Nine, it was all white and the and gray in the middle, and the Captain's version was all white. They try to do something like that. Like I'm looking at a picture of it here. They try to do something like that. Oh, they actually show them side by side. If you scroll to the bottom of it, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about.
2: I have a question that's not related to this, but it's a uniform question. (laughs)
1: Okay, but real I'll quick. Oh, yeah. Done. let Leah, let's let's let, let just, let, just real finished. quick,
0: Aaron, I'm so, I don't want to interrupt here, but I just want to All I right. just want to tack on to the rest of that Th- that question was actually the statement is is the follow-up. Charlie, your your response to that is why I think this show is tailored towards people like you who are into every nitty-gritty detail and every possible connection to every possible other episode of Star Trek. That's who this show is geared towards. It's just basically nonstop. Throw this at them. 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 them, And you're right. right. We make those connections, and it's like I'm not. I'm not here for that. I'm here for you know my my take on Trek is I want it to be. I want it to be the good sci-fi that I know it is, and give me something that is going to be a parable for modern times. That's what good sci-fi does. This doesn't do that for me. But it does everything with you.
1: You are. You are. You are I I one hundred percent talk talk about infinite diversity. I one hundred percent see where you're coming from. I I I I have to say
2: though, Charlie, even though this is geared towards him, he's not particularly enjoying that, and I don't know if a lot of that if we're if we're specifically maybe influenced by that because you and I don't really like it that much, but maybe he doesn't like being pandered to, and
1: that's that's and that's
2: becoming obvious.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just like you said, the tonal shift even between what felt a little bit more lighthearted and fun in the first season to now just being now, it's, like you said, tilting, you know, tilting that tachometer towards the, the FG, the family guy zone. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to get into that red. You know, I feel like it's too close. So, yeah, that's that's what's turning me off. So I'm, I'm with you. And that, so, and you're right. It's it, it's a little on the nose for people who are like, oh, well, OK, you you threw me an Easter egg, but it's not cute funny irrelevant and i don't get it so it either goes over my head or i either don't care that it goes over my head or it annoys me that it goes over my head and is keeping me from enjoying it because it's not enjoyable otherwise right Potentially. erin okay. what were what were you gonna say Aaron? i'm sorry i, I well I get it's back not to that,
2: so. it's not directly related to this episode or anything we're talking about but it's a uniform question that we actually talked about last night with the monster maroon and i want to ask charlie
1: okay Okay, you and okay. I were talking about the monster maroon. No, no,
2: night? Rich and I we were. we were talking oh, about okay.
1: last night.
2: Yeah, um, we, yeah, we were in a watch party. And so, how many years before TNG did they wear monster maroon?
1: I can answer this question. The monster right. maroon was worn. It's a two, it's a two part answer. Was worn between the twenty two seventies, so after Star Trek the Motion Picture, before Star Trek Two, all the way up to about the year twenty three fifty, which was. Almost 15 years before the beginning of TNG.
2: Okay, so maybe that did make sense.
1: Yeah, and and in that time in between, that uniform went from having uh, the stand-up collar and an undershirt and a belt to keeping the belt, but the shirt became a crew neck to all the way at the end, no belt. No crew neck or no, no, just no shirt underneath. So okay. just like, it's like it became more casual throughout the years, but that was the longest running uniform in, in, in all of Starfleet history. Cause we're talking about 75 years.
2: Yeah. That's why I was curious. We were watching this episode last night where, um, Wesley Crusher, uh, um, Oh, he sees his dad. Yeah. He gets that box of stuff and it's a monster maroon right. uniform inside of it. And I was like, wait a minute. So they Super wore it cash, all right. that time, and then like Wesley has to be fifteen, so right. that's his dead dad's uniform, so he had to be like a baby or like one whenever he said he, he said died I, th-
1: I think the dialogue if I remember said he was like ten weeks old, and Wesley was born in like twenty three forty eight so that would have been fifteen years prior, but a uh, quick little an Easter egg about that when they were dressing that actor in that uniform, they couldn't find the correct combat. So they slapped a TNG badge on him. And then oh. it became Canon that that badge predated the TNG uniform. Okay. Anyway, there you go.
2: All right. Cool. All
1: right. Well, that's it then. Rich, anything else? Oh yeah. I had one Please. other, one other note,
0: the cat doctor.
1: Yes. <clears throat> Why doesn't she have six boob bumps? I didn't even notice that she had one. Did she have her shirt has, off at some point? Two, no, no. She
0: has two boob bumps.
1: She has like boob bumps on the uh, on 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 uniform,
0: right? If she's a cat, she should have like six or eight or something,
1: Well, right? uh, t- but remember that whole species was from TAS, and you and I are the ones that watched it. That, that cat had two boobs in, right. the, in TAS. Okay. I'm just saying. I have not uh, looked into it. I mean- it didn't bother me. It's just I noticed it and I thought, you know, cats don't have just like two two mammary glands. They've got more well, than that. I mean, cats don't have big human looking breasts, as I've noticed. So I guess. Yeah, but they also don't swear up a storm, Charlie. I'm just saying. And that was and that was my biggest issue. Well, you know, you don't, we don't does. really. Yeah, Sarah oh. Marinara does because you said oh. she never stops meowing. Oh, my God. And she's probably it's like constant. saying she's like, Aaron, kiss my ass. Aaron, kiss my ass. That's all she's doing. She's. Calling you everything but a white man or no, woman. No, she case.
2: it. She's yelling at me that she wants me to love her. You <laughs>
1: must love me. Okay. Well, let let's move on to talking about something that I would imagine we all enjoyed and actually has some cultural significance. Um, and Aaron, this episode was your pick, or Rich? Was this you? It was I, one of the, it was, I it was act,
2: I actually I gave four. Okay. And then this one was the obvious choice for addiction, which is what we're gonna be talking about today. And cool. then I just threw the other one in because it's a little bit silly but right it's not but, like but as, still yeah but
1: still yeah. Okay, so uh, that makes this yours. so go for it.
2: I'm gonna can I make it riches?
1: Why? Uh, okay, I, then I'll do that's, it. Up, that's, fine. that's up what to him. What did I do? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like if you pick it, you should lead it. It shouldn't it doesn't have to be me. So okay, go for it.
2: So, um, for our, our segment Infinite Diversity, we're going to be talking about addiction, drug addiction specifically. Um, so TNG symbiosis after the Enterprise D rescues a freighter crew from the ship's important cargo, Captain Picard faces a difficult dilemma. Uphold the Prime Directive or save an entire civilization from exploitation. Ooh. And then the next episode, The Game, Wesley Crusher visits the Enterprise only to see everyone behaving strangely on the account of an addictive, mind-controlling game.
1: hmm And if I can point out something interesting early on, uh, and the, this is uh, patently obvious. to Anyone who's watched certainly the first episode, there was very this episode was season one of TNG, was the 1987-88 season, so this was in this was deep in the 80s, uh, which was of course jam packed with Nancy Reagan and her "Just Say No to Drugs" uh, campaign. Uh, but Wesley Crushley, Rush Wesley has this conversation with Tashi R, and this was one of the last episodes that she did. As a matter of fact, I have an Easter egg which I'll reveal at the end. This was actually the last episode she filmed but not the last episode that she was in, but I'll, I'll talk about that. Yeah, I'll they, all, about that they later on.
2: often do them out of order. I know that, I mean, Voyagers but, were all out of order. Oh,
1: yeah, but that's, yeah. But I mean, there is there is a very specific Easter egg, which I'll I'll drop later if you're not familiar with it. But at any rate, Wesley has this whole speech. How could anybody get addicted to drugs? I don't understand. It seems like if it's bad for you, you wouldn't do it. And then Tasha jumps in and she you know he's the voice of the youth she's the voice of the of the, of the rest of us who get it and she says you know drugs are an escape if life sucks you're looking for a way to get away from it and then it it makes you feel good but over time it, you take it just to feel normal and then you all you're thinking about is if you can't get it is how do i get it and it rules your life
2: i um i really struggled with this and and i know i, I had a private conversation with rich over whether i should talk about my own personal experience with drug use or not. Um, The reason I wouldn't, I'm going to, but the reason I wouldn't want to is I've never been addicted to anything. So I've never gone through that, but there is definitely an allure to it, especially if you're feeling depressed and you have a little bit of an addictive personality. Um, I was just had an aha moment knowing that, if I was cutting cocaine with crystal meth to do on weekends, all my teeth were going to fall out and I was going to die eventually. So right. I just said, I love this. I can't do it anymore.
1: I mean, I um, don't have, t- I mean, I, I think most of us drink a little bit. Some of us drink a lot of it. Depending on, depending I'm, on, you I'm know, drinking for- right now. <laughs> I, I believe you. And, and it's only uh, 9 o'clock in the morning. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, I mean, I but, will, you know, as I get older, you know, I, I might have a drink. If I'm feeling crap, I might drink a little whiskey. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I was grinding my teeth the night before my body hurts. Or maybe my back hurts or something. And so, yeah, I might be self-medicating a little bit. W- wouldn't want to say I, I'm, I'm necessarily addicted to it. but something. I, people-
2: I think that you self-medicate more than you're letting on.
1: Potentially, and I'm
2: not trying to insult you by saying that, but but I think you're really downplaying it because you and I will both be drinking at the same time a lot of the time. But I don't I, think I don't think you have an alcohol problem. I'm not saying that.
1: I mean, I don't I don't ever drink. I'm I, I'm I wouldn't say you know an addiction can take on so many forms. I wouldn't say yeah. it was one of those people like yeah I got to get the day started, I got to have a shot of Jameson, you know what I mean, or I got a I got a you know smoke a drink. And marijuana is a great example for me. I went through a period of college of about six months that I had a roommate, that that was his deal, and I tried it. I think the very first time I came down, I had a real hard panic attack, and I didn't touch it for another 25 years. And then as my stepson got older, that's something he's really into, and he's an adult, and it's legal here in Michigan, so it's, I think it's okay.
2: Well, I think it should be legal anywhere because it. Yeah. it I, I used to feel that it doesn't cause any negative effects until – you know, my fiance. I-, I hope he doesn't get mad for me talking about this openly, but people should know about it. He smoked um, one of those pens, okay, all the time, and he developed something called uh, like cannabinoid hyperstimulus syndrome. Which I think,
1: yeah, I think you told me about that when that I, happened. It wasn't he, that long ago.
2: No, it was. It really wasn't. It was, you know, within the last four months. So, right. and that that was a big change for him in lifestyle. So luckily it's not addictive physically. Um, So he wasn't, I mean, the symptoms of the condition he had sure seemed like it, but.
1: But if I can, if I could put a pin in what I'm saying, so Nathaniel, April's older son, my stepson uh, and his girlfriend came over here one night. We all sat outside and, and passed a bong around or something. And at the end of it, I was like, I'm not enjoying this. It stinks to high hell, and even though it's legal, I just I just don't care. Yeah, it just, and, it, and just it just it just it just doesn't do anything for me. And you know, with the alcohol, and you know, a lot of times I can take her to leave it. I can go like like, like Greg's it. like I have to pack up and go back to Wisconsin for the week. And some weeks I've. Taking a bottle, of, a bottle of cheap whiskey with me. I'll drink it at night. I'll take a couple of beers. This time, I'm thinking, you know what? I got enough shit to do. Like I'm recording with Rich one night. I'm recording with Mark one night. I'm like, you know what? And I'd like to work out every night. I said, I don't need to try to juggle all this shit. Plus, what I'm there for, training for my new job, with getting drunk, so I can't do things. So it's it's all about for me. It's just kind of all about what I have time for. And I do, I, I don't have I don't have lot. time for it.
2: The pandemic made me start drinking a lot. Um, yeah. Because I couldn't do anything, it right? Was, and it was depressing, and it made me not care.
1: Right, and that's that's the danger, isn't it? It is. I is mean, now I'm to
2: the point where like I don't overdo it most of the time, and then I'll take like a week and just dry out.
1: Yeah, that's. I'm kind of in the same spot. But to be but things like are
2: that. getting back to normal. So yeah.
1: That, that helps. That helps. So anyway, steering back towards the episode. Uh, I mean, that was, you know, my biggest takeaway was the very cut and dry. Wesley, I'm a young kid. I don't get drugs. And then Tasha was like, I came from a colony where everybody was sex slavers and doing drugs all the time. And, blah, and blah, that blah. colony and so,
2: she came from looked pretty bad because we witnessed it, was, it with her sister.
1: Yeah, it was mm-hmm. fucked up. A Turkana 4 was real bad.
2: It was just rape central. Holy yeah, crap. Well,
1: well, she makes mention of rape gangs. Even when yeah. Tasha was talking, I'm like, okay, a whole gang of that's all they do is rape people, I don't need to see anymore. We're good. We are absolutely good. So yeah, if if you lived in a world like that, I think you'd want to be getting high all the time too, as long as, you know, just to escape how much life sucks. I get where she was coming from.
2: Something that spoke to me on the symbiosis episode and where I drew maybe obscurely a comparison was um, the way that pimps get women mm-hmm. under their control by getting yep. them addicted to drugs.
1: Yep. And it made, Hands down. it
2: really made me think of you know that and the struggle that these women go through when they are human trafficked, something that people downplay a lot like well if you're an adult how are you trafficked? Well, they have pimps that get them addicted to drugs and then they are slaves.
1: Show sure enough. No, that's and that's correct. how that
2: works. So that that's kind of really where I was drawing these direct comparisons to it, Rich. What did you mm-hmm.
0: think? Well, I, I first thing I wanted to say was that this, there's actually some parallels between these two episodes, between this one and the game. Oh yeah. In mm-hmm. that there, you know, there's there's obviously the addiction part of it, but there's also that alien species that are using the addiction to mm-hmm. further their cause, just like you've got in in this uh, in this episode in Symbiosis. Um, yeah, it, it it's interesting. What, what I found the most interesting about this episode is the use of the Prime Directive and how mm-hmm. it became mm-hmm. turnabout by the end. Right, of it. true, and, true. And it, but the problem is with, with stuff like that, it, hands off isn't really the best approach, right? Like the Prime Directive, I think, got in the way with this because these people were clearly being taken advantage of. And doing nothing is basically just siding with the other people.
2: You have Mm -hmm. to draw a line somewhere though, Rich, and say Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, this is a bad example, but say, you know, you have so many people that you've lent money to that haven't paid you back that you say, I'm not lending people money anymore. That's the way it is. Mm, and that's sure. what the prime directive is. You cannot interfere with the evolution of a species. And if a species is taking advantage of another species that they have some sort of, you know, mutual relationship with that benefits each other, you, you can't do it. Right. You can't interfere. Right. That is the prime directive. But Even okay, though
1: that, and it's that's a lot of,
2: completely wrong.
1: That's a lot of back and forth. Morally. between. Be between Picard and Beverly um because she's like well they're horrible and the prime directive sucks and we should totally do something about and
2: it. and Picard's like yeah they are horrible you're right on everything you said but prime directive yeah
1: okay, exactly. but now
0: now let's apply that same mentality to the pimp um, sex worker situation should I the question is should we leave that alone as well right because and they're by-
1: and by you, you mean like the authorities.
0: Should like the right. police look at the that and say... Enjoy, yeah, yeah, I mean, society as a whole. I mean, I'm not going to leave this to the authorities because the right. authorities are only the rest of us in Rich, different positions. your logic right,
2: exactly. is not flawed. Um, right. It's, and no, lo- you're absolutely right. Luckily, in this case, we don't have a prime directive.
1: Right. Right. True. True. Exactly. So yeah, so we can, we can do something about it. We can write injustice. Where in this way, you know, the, the Federation doesn't want to be the... Police of the and rich as you you know move for, move forward and watch more of enterprise, this is a theme that keeps coming up because pre federation there is no prime directive, so right. they just kind of go around and they're like, yeah, well why don't we do this thing and then it, it blows up in their face, and they're like, you yeah. know maybe someday yeah, uh, archer Scott Bakula, once very openly says, you know, maybe someday there'll be a rule, a directive of some kind. It's so funny. I just
2: saw that episode.
1: Yeah. That keeps us from, you know, uh, keeps us from doing this kind of thing because it does more harm than good on the whole. He
2: kept wanting to interfere when he saw injustices on Enterprise, and that's why they had to eventually develop this prime directive because a lot of the time it would do more harm than good. Like, say you... write some injustice. Okay, mm-hmm. right. there's a possibility that that injustice will bring about something else that's significant. That's for the positive later well, down the, the road. And that that's kind of why they decided to stop doing that in, with the Prime Directive. Completely. Maybe, that's
0: why, maybe that's why we should never
1: have a time machine,
0: Aaron.
2: Oh, no. Oh. I need <laughs> a time machine Aaron, Aaron for my own personal use.
1: It's coming back around. <laughs> there was an episode earlier here in Season 1 called Too Short a Season. It has to do with an elderly admiral. He's uh, taken this drug to make himself younger. And, of course, that's not the main part of it. But prior in his career, in order to... Quote unquote, solve a civil war on this planet. He armed the other side of the conflict. So he figured if both of them were equally armed, shit would work out. Well, it turned into 40 years of open civil war where hundreds of thousands of people died. And it's the exact reason the prime directive exists. Well, you know, you should have come to that situation and say, yeah, it sucks that one side's killing the other side, but if I give them weapons, they're going to kill them back and they're just going to keep killing. And it's never going to be resolved. So yeah. It's going to be like Afghanistan circa 1979. Mm hmm. Precisely correct. Yep. You can't do it. You can't. And so you can see you can see where they're coming from. So, um, wow, this is uh, I, I mean, we've kind of veered off talking about the, the drug aspect of it. But I wanted um, to
2: kind of circle a little bit back to addiction, if we could. And yeah, please talk about the game.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, do it.
2: it was really interesting to me how, you know, all the adults are ganging up on Wesley saying, you're going to do this. You need to do it. And Ashley Judd, too. Like
1: Yeah. Ashley need- Judd in her second or third appearance on TNG, really one of the first things she ever did. She was very young. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you're really right. It's not the other way around. It's not like the kids are like, we love this. Try it, adults. And it was, you know, Riker, who's man whore, and gets it from some random chick on Risa and brings it back.
2: Right. And but it's... it's- I obviously wasn't a drug. It was a game. But what it did was it stimulated the pleasure center of your brain, it, which is much like drugs do. That's why exactly. I thought this was a good comparison. Oh, I agree. But at the same time, you know, it really made me think a lot about um, society's pressures and, and pressure to do things that might not necessarily be good for you, ma- namely drugs.
1: Right.
0: Not only right. that, but you could draw a direct line to an older generation pressuring a younger generation to do pretty much anything, right? Right. Oh, you have to have a job. You have to have this. You have to have that. Got to go to college. To have, you yeah, got to go this. to college. You have to have a house and a picket fence and 2.5 kids and a dog, right? Exactly. Yeah. it's, it's
1: one, Everything is very one-size-fits-all. Mm-hmm. the The other thing that I thought was
0: interesting about this was the – you know video games to some people can be very addictive i mean oh this was kind God, of ahead of its time big right? time because, big time because there's a there's a reward to it right and they've made it even more addicting with like the advent of on xbox they've got achievements and on playstation right. they've got trophies you do certain things in the game True. and something pops up and says hey you got an award for doing that keep doing it you know exactly. I mean, yeah, nudge, that's nudge, that, nudge. That hits that dopamine center in the brain, and all of a sudden you're there. It's just like
1: the the mobile games. You know, right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's one, well, cell phones in general, mm-hmm. uh, an entire generation of kids. You guys have younger kids. I, I have a kid who's younger, though he's, I wouldn't say he's, at least when he's, you know, when he's here in my house, I, he doesn't really have his phone with him. But, you know, I, my friend Miranda, she's got two kids who are just addicted to having the screens, got to have the screens, 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 screens. It's very much like My
2: game. daughter's like that with Roblox. And I'll have to say that's
1: what it is. That's what it is with Miranda's kids. I'll Roblox. I'll have to exactly. say
2: you have to take an hour off. Yeah. And she'll be like, okay. And she'll do it. But, like, I have to – she'll play for 12 hours if you'd like
1: I know. Because, yeah, it's always – it's do this and add this. And uh, Natalie is her daughter. She'll, like, get it – she got me to get it on my phone so we could sit next to each other on the couch. And she's like, now I we're know. in a room together. Run around and this and that. And I'm like, I don't really like, like, like this. She's like, I got this
2: super yeah. rare black unicorn. or whatever. It was the
1: same. And yeah, like, I've got a new sword yeah. and I've got a, I've got yeah. a new hat or whatever the hell. Yeah, it's just – yeah, and it's – Obviously, all of it is built. They must be making money off of it somehow. There's ads in the game or something. I don't really pay attention.
2: So you can buy something called Robux.
1: Of course. And then you can buy
2: extra things. And I've been letting Lexi get Robux. I'm actually buying her Robux.
1: Oh, it's not her? She's never Because she's
2: seven. (laughs) She doesn't have a job. But I'm letting her get Robux for these achievements if she achieves this. And it's like... This much work is worth this many Robux. Work,
1: um, work work, in real life, like doing chores or homework or something? Yes. Or just, yep. Okay. They, you're right, which is that's the way jobs work. You do you perform labor, right. you're compensated. So, yes, that's mm-hmm. a good lesson. You're so I was right. trying
2: to figure out a way to kind of like marry the two. Okay, but this is what work and responsibility and reward really is.
1: Right. It's through True. work. Exactly. So um don't let me forget. I do have my Easter egg at the end, but but uh, other other thoughts. Oh no,
2: else? I know Rich has yes some stuff to say. Please, what do you think? I do Rich? Yeah, okay. yeah. What else did is he, you?
0: Is he? Uh, I I just... I, I likened this entire episode to Riker getting an STD on that planet and bringing it back to. The enterprise and it spread around like, like it's like I mean, peanut it's, butter on toast. It's, it's like it's like it's gonorrhea.
2: It's turning your brain into Swiss cheese. Yeah. Oh
0: my god. Yes. It's I mean it day is. Day. I mean you think about it. It could be. Yeah. It's 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 a it's it's, a, it's, it's Tasha Yar and and wesley having their you know say no to drugs moment but it's right also the whole you know protect yourself when you're out there you know
1: right you know hanging out with whoever i'm saying in this case it would be put a bag over your head or wear morpheus glasses you know so you can't so it can't because yeah it was the thing that was the zapped you in the eyeballs so um okay it's, it's parable charlie it's not like literal but you know
0: so like i don't think you have to wear like
1: you don't really have to wrap it up. Head. You no. don't have to wear a blindfold. No
0: no. no, no, but, but the idea is, is to me is the way it came off was, you know, Riker brought it back and, every single person that he exposed it to spread it to another person or another two people or right. another three people and eventually the whole ship is doing it as soon as as soon as laforge was like really stressed he's like hey come on over here i could show you and right. then laforge has the std and how he's passing right. it on to whatever Play that
2: i game. was
1: i it that, that doesn't make any sense and how did the flashing doesn't. thing that data u- w- used work on him uh, no. he was still he was still wearing his visor he right. was wearing his visor the whole time so Somehow the game adapted itself to go directly to his visual cortex. You know what? Who cares?
2: They Um, needed to put him in stasis.
1: They needed to put him in as
0: they needed to have him as the role of the person that was trying to fix things. Right between him and Data.
1: But Wesley was the guest star. Um, Okay, let me um, let me sneak in my Easter egg at the end of symbiosis. At the end of symbiosis, this was uh, not the. This was the. Not final appearance, but the final film segment with Denise Crosby, who I met and interviewed a number of years back. She was a guest at our local con. Very nice woman. As Picard and Beverly are walking out of the cargo bay and the doors are closing, Denise jams her in the distance, jams back and waves because she was saying goodbye to the audience.
2: And they're I like, that we-
1: bye, bitch. Well, they, yeah, I, I mean, it was, she, but she, and, and then the next episode was the skin of evil where she's killed off. So she hadn't really died yet, but of course people knew she was leaving and she obviously knew she was leaving. So Denise, if you would have hung in there, you would have, uh, I don't know, I think a lot of cool stuff could happen with that character. I, I always, know, I don't know why she left. I've never heard the story about why. I, she there's, I, I she, think it's, it's a parable of one of these. I want to do different things with my career. I want to be in movies. It was the same story with uh, Michelle Forbes, who was Ensign Rowe, which is I she, did, she didn't take heard the first a officer. totally
2: yeah. different story, and it was what's, about. What's your version, right? She was having. Um, issues with drugs and alcohol and was a little bit resentful of her position anyway. Um, so they decided to write her off, but it was on fairly good terms and that's why she got, she got to keep coming back.
1: I, I, I don't, I, I I don't know that you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out because Google that is not it. what I that is not what I heard but not right now because we're doing a show. I actually um,
2: I actually yeah. heard it fairly recently. I, I read a nice little article about it afterwards too.
1: Well, I will I will okay. check it out. But for the See, sake, uh, that, go ahead, Rich.
0: Aaron's version makes more sense to me, and here's why: If you're gonna leave to go and make movies, you don't go and make Pet Cemetery and then go on to make nothing.
1: That is one thousand percent correct. Let's move on. To the news. And the good news is, the good news about the news is, is that this is going to be super duper brief, because we've <laughs> talked about it two times. So I, I, what I what I propose is the link that I put in here was the master. Uh, I propose we literally spend less than 15 seconds on each one of these pieces of news. Uh, first one is Strange New Worlds. Aaron
2: um strange new worlds has no release date but it looks great and the panel was really cool the end.
1: very cool all
0: and right we're, and and we're gonna get uhura chapel and Dr. oh yeah
2: Ingram. oh yeah yeah that's right yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. thank you rich yeah. also that's okay red carpet ladies suck okay oh yeah go, okay carpets. very good
1: and rich picard uh, Picard
0: season two trailer was premiered. It's coming in February of twenty twenty two, and it looks like they're going back to the future.
1: Or do
2: past. In time.
1: I get the briefest one. Star Trek Discovery season four premieres on November eighteenth. And that is the news that we got. Back to Aaron and talking about Star Trek Prodigy.
2: Uh, we got an official trailer which looked amazing and we got, we got to see some of the um, voice actors which they were great oh my gosh they were great weren't they
1: yeah they, they were super great and we,
2: we have a release date for that don't we
1: uh you, october 28th october. Yep. october 28th
2: and the red carpet ladies sucked yeah. Thank okay. you
1: very much, Rich. Take us and talk about how much the second half of Lower Decks is going to suck. I don't know how much the lower the second half of Lower Decks is going to suck because if it's,
0: it, I mean, it just seems like a downward slide. So it, it's almost impossible to, to like calculate. However, right. we have a mid-season trailer for the last five episodes so of dumb. Lower Decks. As if anybody really cares about that. Yeah. This exactly. is some
2: Walking
1: Dead level like pandering BS. Right? And that K- yeah. Panel Kemp-
2: they had. Yes. Oh, it was oh, horrible! God.
1: I didn't even see it because I was after my bedtime. So I'm glad I missed it. Yeah, but they, I, they have that kid from Stand By Me in it too. Oh my God, that kid! Oh yeah, this, and yeah. and the, the red carpet lady still sucked. Oh, yeah. that's I'm exactly. glad here. Well, in addition to the red carpet lady sucking, I get to take us home because the final bit was a about a seven second clip of the remastered Star Trek the Motion Picture, the director's cut, debuting. Uh, on exclusively on Paramount Plus in 4K, there was a shot of the Enterprise flying through uh, the Viger spacecraft, which was only seen in that program. And that's it! Wait. That is the end of Star Trek.
2: I've got one more. Okay. That, that orchestra that they did was really nice.
1: Yeah, it really oh. was. Yeah. You, you know what? Doing. And I'll do you one better. I got one more. The red carpet lady sucked. Come on. <laughs> why you got to step on my joke? Oh, oh, well, g- speaking of things that I think kind of suck, let's take on the second news story uh, about a concept that uh, it's like, what can we dig out of the trash to make the next star Trek show? Oh, uh, yeah. Aaron, go ahead.
2: Uh, they're going to do a series about star Trek Academy
0: Starfleet uh, Academy. Oh, Whatever.
2: They seem. I mean, how many times
0: are they going to dust this off?
2: I, well, that's what ex- I said. Excited it's, about it. Um, it's like they're going through a
1: box of like super dusty old shit from the. Maybe 70s. it'll it's be like,
2: like. Maybe it'll be like Veronica Mars style, and they'll be trying to tap <laughs> into like like sixteen to eighteen year olds. I don't You know. think oh my so?
0: God, that'd be great. I, and there I could would, be like I'd, there could be like crimes,
1: and like uh, yeah. one of them's an investigator or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I would I would like that.
1: That would be fun. I like it. But yeah, I just, you know, and all of the, um, all the pics they grabbed are from the damn JJ movies, which automatically just makes my brain turn off. I don't want to hear about it. Um, so Time yeah, not, <laughs> I am, uh, I am not at all interested in that at all. And let's hope that it goes away. I mean, it's possible.
0: Kurtzman. I don't know. He's, he's kind of like, I don't, I don't know. He's one of those cohorts
1: of jj abrams and his whole mm.
0: shtick is the, his, whole, the whole problem
1: his, his cult of personality <laughs> as it were uh the cult of personality guys we've gotten all the way through we've gotten all the way through this and i don't think we've stumbled upon a great name for this episode am i missing something
2: i i did one
1: yeah just well, call me have time it. machine we, we that was the name of the last episode <laughs> it was so Aaron's we, we can't time
2: we, we
1: oh, can't yeah, that's right again so How about
2: red carpet ladies suck?
0: Yes, excellent. Wait, Very good. Wait, wait, why can't we do time machine again? A
1: time machine is so you could do things again. Because then every episode will be called time machine, Rich. We can't <laughs> have that. Oh my god. Okay, so the red carpet ladies suck and uh Aaron, I think it is actually your turn to take us out.
2: I did it last time, I swear to God.
1: You I'll are lying. No. Okay, Rich, go ahead. For more information about Starfleet
0: International, please visit the USS Grand Potoski and the USS Nomad on Facebook. Catchphrases, then
1: canned out from Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, friends, thank you as always for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trekking. Kapla. Guys,
0: wrap your head in plastic. You don't want to get an STD from Will Riker. Code 47 is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit SecretFriendsUnite.com for our great shows articles news reviews and more secret friends unite podcasts are available on apple google spotify or the podcast platform of your choice if you would like to be part of the conversation visit our new discord server or join us on facebook or follow us at secret friends you on twitter please subscribe to secret friends on youtube and don't forget to visit our merch store at tpublic.com just search secret friends unite thanks for listening